I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There is no better group of plants for flower power forms of the shrubby Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden. I'm Peter Seabrook, here to help with some of your gardening quandaries. I'm always interested in seed trials and new introductions for the coming year. And to tell us where the industry is going, I'll be joined by someone with vast experience at companies like Unwins and currently Mr Fothergill's Seeds. It's Alison Mulvaney. My thanks to Sutton Seeds of Torquay, sponsors of this podcast. Goodness, that bank holiday weekend was a scorcher. Difficult once again to keep plants watered, especially those in pots. You know, I seem to spend uh, all of the early morning and late evenings on the end of a hose trying to keep things fresh and growing. If you dig down, there is uh, moisture in the soil, so plants uh, growing out in the garden should be okay. I've got a very busy week coming up, and uh, on Saturday... I'm expecting Chris Bates, the editor of Grower Talks, to visit. He's coming in on the red eye from Chicago uh, and with a bit of luck will be with me about nine o'clock when he tells me a good English breakfast would be welcome. So I'll have to get the frying pan out and see what we can do. And once he's been well fed and watered, then we're off to see three leading Essex garden centres and uh, the Royal Horticultural Society's garden at Hyde Hall. Uh, before Chris and his partner return to Windsor, ready for the International Garden Centre Conference, which starts on Sunday. They're in for a very busy week. To come back to today's operation, there's been some comment about the ITV Tonight programme last Thursday on garden centres. They told a very one-sided story and I hear second-hand that they refused to include any comment which might contradict their preconceived opinions. It's hopeless. You know, there was a time when investigative journalists did a really thorough job and told both sides of a story and left the viewers to uh, make up their own minds. Those days seem to be long gone. I hope next week to just go through some of the points raised uh, and give the other side of uh, the story so that we have a much more balanced situation. Interesting news this week with warning from the plant health authorities about the risk of importing new pests and diseases on Christmas trees. Pretty good reason to buy British, I think, and avoid that risk. And it's all kinds of Christmas trees that are coming in, particularly from Denmark. And they say that local authorities bringing in very large trees do pose quite a risk because, you know, pests can get hidden up under the bark. And, of course, if they're pot-grown, 
there can be soil-borne pests and diseases. The potential to introduce 15 pests that we don't have here and several diseases. I don't know where that puts the Norway gift for Trafalgar Square. You know, they always have that enormous tree there. I don't know whether that has a special treatment to make sure that comes in clean. But uh, with the advance of Brexit, buying British looks like a, a very sensible approach for this coming Christmas. I mentioned last week the ProVeg trials up at Soham in Cambridge. They were excellent. John Burrows, who set up the company, is celebrating his 30th anniversary and is now in touch with over a 100 breeders and sea companies around the world. I was absolutely amazed by the stuff that he'd got there. The trial was beautiful, neatly trimmed grass paths and row after row of really stunning veg. He's got bush tomatoes being grown like strawberries on tabletop. You know, they're sort of chest height, a row of plastic-style guttering so they can be automatically watered from below, and the fruits sort of cascading out, just as strawberries do on tabletop. And and he has a number of really good varieties with a much better flavour than we've had in the past on bush types. But there were shallots, a really lovely dark red shallot that they call a torpedo style, has really long oval-shaped bulbs, and it would be lovely to slice in the kitchen and a very good colour. He had a really good sweet corn uh, with uh, attractive colourings. And I saw two turnips, one white and one red, which would crop in about 10 or 12 weeks and really very good for salads. You know, you just cut them, pulled fresh and young, uh, similar to radish, but don't have quite that very hot flavour of radish. There's still that little brassica aftertaste, but a very fine thing. I saw some really good peas too. There are new varieties of pea that are resistant to all kinds of diseases, and some of them carry four and five pods on a stem. Uh, I need to get his specialist on this programme. There's so much to learn. When it comes to uh, gardening advice, I have to tell you that my salad leaf moss ball already has seedlings emerging. We heard about that from Paul Hansford last week. Mine is up and away and I'll keep you informed about how it grows and when I can start cutting some really nice salad leaves. It's a time of year too when you should have a look at houseplants that have been stood outside for the summer. I mean, cyclamen that have had their pot on their side and dried out. Uh, they need to be stood up, given a good soaking, some of the old compost removed from the top around the corn, replaced with fresh, and get those growing again. And things too, like uh, amaryllis and Christmas cactus, they all need to be brought indoors, freshened up, given a really good soaking, and uh, a bit of fresh compost where it's appropriate. All that rain too is... Uh, made the roses grow. Beautiful new growth coming on those that have been headed back. But do remember that a bit of a fungicide protection would be very useful at this time of year. You know, mildew can creep in when we have these warm, damp, dewy sort of mornings and evenings. 
and Uncle Tom's rose tonic uh, is the thing to use, according to Tom Nellisk, who was uh, on this programme just uh, a few weeks ago. Among the questions asked, somebody has what I call the flagpole cherry, Prunus amanagawa, and the leaves were small, and when I went to look at it, the intervenal colouring was really yellow. It was um, planted in a front garden and I would think was sitting in a lot of rubble or something that the builder had left behind. And if, of course, you've got a lot of alkaline mortar, then there will be a shortage, particularly of magnesium. And uh, I suggested that they gave it a good dose of miracle Grow first of all, and with the rain, that worked wonders. The leaves greened up in no time at all. You know, it's a similar story with tomatoes. If you've got leaves that uh, are a bit yellow between the veins, then it's very likely that a shortage of magnesium is the reason. If you look at a fertiliser like Tomorite, you'll often see that it has added magnesium. Get that onto uh, tomato plants that look a little bit on the yellowy side and they'll green up very quickly. And of course the high potash in tomato foods will improve the flavour. From now on, it is worth just easing back a little bit on the watering because if you can put a bit of stress on tomatoes without to the extreme that introduces blossom end rot, just that little bit of stress will improve the flavour no end. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm very pleased to introduce uh, our guest for interview this week, Alison Mulvaney. Uh, Alison and I go back a good few years, I think, in terms of uh, the seed business, and, and she's now technical manager for Mr. Fothergill Seeds. And I was with her recently with the quite extensive trials they've got at Newmarket. Alison, how are things in Newmarket? We had a pretty rainy day, didn't we, when... Uh, you and I met last. Yeah, hi Peter. Um, yeah, we certainly did. Um, I mean, we we always plan for all kinds of weather for our press day of, every summer, and uh, sometimes we get away with it, and sometimes we don't. Yeah. So I think this year was a bit. We we, we kind of just about made it. We got uh, most people to have a look, good look around the trials before the the weather really uh, hit us. So that was that was yeah. quite fortunate. Well, I stayed late and had it to myself, which is what I quite like to do. You know, yeah. to just walk slowly up and down the rows, seeing what's yeah. different and worth uh, 
yeah. a note. But, Alison, can I take back to the beginning? Because when we first met, you were at Histon, weren't you, in Cambridge? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I, I started my, my career at um, Unwin Seeds. Um, I hadn't really intended to go into horticulture at all. I didn't even really know that, that there were jobs in horticulture. So um, I started there um, way back working for, for David Curley. Yeah, in the old days of Unwins, when the Unwin family were, were very much involved in the business. Yes, it was a great company then, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, 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 it really was, yeah. I've met up with a number of people we had uh, for interview last week, Paul Hansord. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. And you'll, you'll have known yeah. Paul very well. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And, and so, so what were you doing at Unwins? Were you in the seed testing section? Um, I, I started working for, for David Curley on the marketing side, so I was um, kind of involved involved with all the things that he was doing. He was the commercial director at the time, so uh, I got involved in all kinds of things. I, I seem to remember one of my first jobs was um, sending the, the first seeds of the new sweet peas that they were breeding there off to Pat Unwin in New Zealand, oh, right. because she, she started off the bulking up process for us, so... All the breeding that was done at Histon at that time, we used to collect the seed, a small amount of the seed in September time and send it off to Pat on the other side of the world. And she would um, start off and report back to us in January about what she thought about them and whether they were good enough. <laughs> yeah, and still doing it, you know, sweet pea seeds still coming from New Zealand. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, yeah. It's, it's yeah. a good part of the world to grow them, yeah. And then you abandoned us and went into the garden chemicals business, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, obviously, a lot of changes went on at Unwinds, and uh, it seemed like a good opportunity to try something a little bit different. So, yeah, I went to um, Bayer Garden for ten years. So uh, they had a lot of the gardening products that they'd basically taken on from um, from PBI, Pan Britannica. So a lot of the old kind of garden chemical names that everybody knows. Um, multi rows and top rows and things like that, and and also um, baby bio and phosphorogen. So I was working on the marketing of of those products. Goodness, yeah. Well, there's some good names. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ba- yes, the baby bio lady. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I mean, because th- th- those two, phosphorogen and baby bio, would have been fierce competitors before they came under the the one Bayer brand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they yeah. were. Yeah. Yeah, it was, that was quite interesting times, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now, to bring us right up to date, you're back in the seed business, technical manager at Mr Fothergills. Now, what does that involve? Um, yeah, so I've been back here about three and a half years. Um, it's, uh, so, and my job here is, is technical manager. So I, I look after all the, basically all the buying of the, all the seed and uh, packaging for the, for the packets that we, that we sell out to, send out to gardeners. Um, and also the, the quality of the seed. So that uh, means I look after the, the laboratory where we do all our germination and purity testing. And also I look after the trials and the trial team because that's a crucial part of our, of our quality testing that, um, that we can make sure that the, the seed that we buy is, is right. And you can't always tell that just from looking at a handful of seed. You've got to actually grow it out and and see what comes out of it. So it's the, it's the whole process, really. And you're one of the few companies now um, in the retail garden business that do those trials. I mean, in the, in the past, every seed company used to have an extensive seed trial. And really, if you don't grow a sample of a 
pretty well everything you're selling, you don't know what's in the packet, do you? No, no, that's very true. Yes, I mean it. Yes, it was in, it, in back in the in the day. It was everybody had their trial, and that was a really important part of the of what the company did. And uh, you know, everybody was involved in that. But um, I guess they they are you know they are a fairly expensive and uh, time consuming um, exercise to undertake. But uh, I think we we get great value out of it. I think it's it's really good for everybody for the whole team. Um, to have that that out there and just at the, at the back of the building we can pop out any time and have a look at things and it, and it does allow us to have a really good look at, at what we're actually um, selling on to our customers and what results they're going to get in their gardens as well I mean I, I walk through one that immediately comes to mind the runner bean and french bean trials all up tripods and you could yeah. see the varieties that are early the varieties that are late uh, the colour of the blooms uh, how uniform the growth is and then for for everything for onions for carrots for yeah uh, all of the flower range yeah 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 it, it's it's really good to be able to see that and and also if you do it year after year you kind of see you know things do to grow differently in different years and and uh it's just really interesting to see you know what the differences are and and how and how things look in different different weather conditions and all that kind of thing it's it's really interesting yeah. and when you and i started out we would have had perhaps five or six tomatoes and one or two peppers and, yeah. and, in, and in your polytunnels there uh, brian tolman done a fantastic job on peppers yeah i mean absolutely yeah i think we had 102 different um, varieties of peppers three plants of each variety so it's you know well over 300 different plants of, of pepper and they all i could say probably every single plant looks fantastic you've done a brilliant job so can you shorten the list for us a bit our listeners are going through your catalogues or online next spring what mm-hmm. should they look for mm, difficult difficult where to start really it is isn't um, it? or where to finish yeah. yes <laughs> or where to finish yeah, yeah. i know it's, it's a bit like having a you know a a chocolate box out there you, you can kind of wander around and it's really difficult to make a decision about which ones to go for but um chili peppers have been a big thing in the last few years and uh lots of different varieties coming out on those um and we have put um put one back into the range this year which we've not been able to offer for a few years um it's called devil's brew and it's a really nice hot chili hot chili pepper and three different varieties would give you three different colors um, they're really nice quality and they, they're they really early as well so you can get a crop off them quite quite easily and quite quickly they look very ornamental but they're also really tasty so that's uh, Devil's Brew which um, we've put into our Johnson's packet range this year Yes, because we haven't mentioned Johnson's I mean, you, you, you're handling several brands, aren't you? There's Johnson's, we are. Sarah yeah. Raven uh, Yes, yeah, we The RHS list, yeah that's quite nice it gives us the opportunity when we see something to think you know where where will that fit and uh where can we use that to to best promote the different brands so it's it's quite a nice position to be in yeah and you've still got a contact with sweet peas of course you launch a new one most years and you've got a new one for us again for 2020 absolutely yeah so sweet peas just seems to have been kind of the theme running through the whole of my career right from the start till, till now which is which is great i love love sweet peas it's definitely one of my favorite flowers 
Yeah, so we've got um, a new one this year, and it's called Mayflower 400. Um, it was actually bred in New Zealand um, by Keith Hammett. Um, and it's it is really pretty. I mean, I think you probably saw it here when you were here last week, but um, not at its best because <laughs> getting sweet peas to flower right into the middle of August is is quite tricky. Yes. But um, it's a, it's a really pretty creamy coloured sweet pea with a pink flake marking splashed across the petals. Um, it's so it is a really really pretty variety. I think flower rangers would love it because of the patterning on the on the petals. Um, and it has quite a good scent. It has. It also produces lots of five, so you get five flowers on one stem. So it's good flower power in that respect as well. So a really, a really nice addition to the range. I, I should add it then, should I? You know, Definitely. I, I tend to go f- first of all for fragrance. Uh, yeah. Things like high scent, Gwendolyn. Oh yeah. Mrs. R. Yeah. Bolton. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gwen- Gwendolyn is my favourite sweet pea of all time. Oh, is it? Yeah, well, but absolutely. that was a David Curley bred one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it was bred by David while I was there, and it was it was named after um, John Bishop's wife, and he was the uh, the president of the National Sweet Pea Society. Yes, I remember him saying that uh, it had to be a very good one if it was going to yeah. be named after his wife. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it is a lovely variety. I think I don't think it's been beaten up till now. So. Yeah. Um, and, and what other new things have you got in the easy line? I mean, stuff like calendula and zinnias, yeah, sweet william. Yeah. yeah, I think some of some of the new things we've got are, are actually some of the more simple things that you know anybody can grow. So there's a couple of things out there. A couple of my favourite things out there are actually really easy to grow. Um, I really like the the linum the linum charmer mixture. Um, linum, we think it's either the blue wild kind of of linum or it's the 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 really bright um bright red one that's also very popular but now they've got them in all kinds of different colors so this mixture we've got um the charmer mixture it's just got so many different colors in it shades of purple and salmon and it is so so pretty and just probably the easiest thing you could possibly grow you can just you know sprinkle it on the ground and it's just going to come up so and i couldn't that's one of my favorites you know i couldn't believe the color i mean we'd had that yes the traditional blue a lovely color blue on flax but but then we had the white with the carmine center uh, yes which was very bright eyes yeah but then you but you've got all kinds of colours, and I like to sow it very early. I may even try autumn sowing it with carrot, yeah. with carrots, because okay. the, the very thin leaves of linum come up and just merge in with the carrots, and it looks like uh, carrots with pretty flowers. <laughs> That's a good, uh, good idea. Yeah. Well, That's a really good idea. As gardens get smaller, you know, we've got to pack things in. Carrots grow quite well in containers. And absolutely. So, yeah, why not have them flowering? Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. It's a real cottage garden thing. Yeah. And what about calendula? They're a favourite of mine. Yeah, we've got a, we've got um, a couple of new calendula. We've got um, we've got playtime mixed, which is a, a floral select novelty, and that's if you if you want a little bit of absolutely everything. That's probably the most diverse mix on the on the market at the minute. So you get everything: singles, doubles. You get the the yellow centres, the dark centres, all different colours. Um, that's really pretty. And did you say that it's got a Flora Select? Uh, that's got a Flora Select Novelty Award, yeah. Yeah, because usually that Flora Select is just for 
a specific cultivar, not a mixture. I don't, I don't recall yeah. other mixtures getting an award. Exactly. I think that is a bit unusual. Yes, it is. You're right. Um, I think it has to be has to be a unique thing that you can't um, that hasn't been on the market before. So it's obviously past the past the rules to meet to meet that uh, that specific requirement. So yes, that's it's a little bit out of the ordinary for Flora Select. They have also got two two brand new um, Flora Select novelties on straight colours, which is the more traditional kind of Flora Select winner. We've got the Calexis yellow and the porcupine yellow. I don't know if you saw those two I last did. week. I did, and I quite like porcupines, what I call sort of quilled petaled, isn't it? Yes. It's very pretty. Uh, but, yeah. But what was the other one? The other one's called Calexis yellow. How do you spell that? That's um, C-A-L-E-X-I-S. That's a funny name. Who on earth dreamt that up? <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it's from a breeder who he likes to put an X in the ver- in all his variety names, so it's a bit like his trademark, I think. He's also bred the uh, the Xanthos Cosmos, you know, the first yellow Cosmos, the Xanthos. I certainly know that, but if you stood me in front of this really outstanding yellow Cosmos and says, "What's the name of that?" I'd never remember. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need simple names, uh, Alison. I know what you, you mean. Know. Yeah. Why, why didn't they call it Alison Cosmos? <laughs> yeah, they could have done, couldn't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but then there are some Dianthus too, aren't there? Yeah, we've got um, the new Dianthus Hollandia, um, which is an annual flowering Dianthus. So it's like a sweet William, um, but you can sow it just like a bedding plant. And it will just act like a bedding plant. So you can sow it with your normal bedding and it will flower quite early, actually. So um, it kind of moves Sweet William into a slightly different usage thing. You don't have to think of it as a biennial where you sow it one year and have to wait till the next spring. You can have it in your garden um, oh. through the summer. And what's it, that it called? It's really nice. That's called, it's called Dianthus Hollandia. And that we've, we're selling the, uh, the complete mix of colours. Um, so all the different shades of, of purple and, and white and pink and red. And then uh, also we've got a purple crown. So Dianthus Hollandia purple crown. And that just has picked out the different um, shades of purple and purple and white bicolours. So that, that's really pretty as well. And are they tall enough to cut? Yeah, yeah they, should be, they should be tall enough to cut, yeah. Alison, so some interesting things to look forward to in uh, the Mr. Fothergill Johnson's and all those other brand catalogues that will drop yep. through our letterbox shortly. Yeah. Thank you very yeah. much for joining us today. OK, thanks very much. What's on? Well, it's the International Garden Centre Association Congress based on Windsor over the next few days. Won't affect the average gardener, I suppose, except that if you happen to be a customer of one of the garden centres that this international delegation will be touring and visiting, the chances are they'll be really polished up and full of the best products that you could imagine. As I say, it's based on Windsor from the 1st of September, and the delegates are going to go to Wisley Gardens and Kew, but uh, the garden centres they're going to are Stewart's and Haskins down on the south coast, the Squires, 
Uh, they're in sort of Surrey, Middlesex area. Aylets, round uh, in Hertfordshire. Ruxley, Ruxley Manor in Kent, alongside Millbrook and Coolings. Now, at Coolings, I thought uh, it was a pity to do all that work and have these garden centres full of colour and really sparkling at their best and not be seen by the average gardener. And so on the 5th of September, we've organised a day of three talks. Coolings have called it a trio of greats. My colleague Steve Bradley will be talking about bulbs in the morning and then Valborn will be talking about roses in the afternoon and I wind up with an evening session talking about all kinds of things. That's on the 5th of September and you can look for tickets on the Coolings website. We'll also have uh, an offer in the paper so that you get a really keen price on the tickets. My thanks to Sutton Seeds of Torquay, sponsors of this podcast, and thanks to you for listening. Enjoy your garden. We'll be back next Thursday. Discover more at sungardening.co.uk. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.